Swim check one, two. Bike check one, two. Run check one, two. I think we're ready. Let's try this. Welcome to the Try Beginner's Luck podcast, a podcast where we explore the sport of triathlon from a variety of perspectives to help beginner triathletes on their journey. I am your host, Nashonda Shines. What time is it? Game time. What time is it? Showtime. What time is it? Yes, it's another edition of Try Beginner's Luck. I know you're wondering, Mashonda, what are you doing? You don't even sound like you played a sport ever. So I was like, what time is it? Well, I'm doing all of that because I am thrilled, excited, honored to have the first HBCU triathlon team with me. A few members of the triathlon team with me, I should say. They're known as the real HU, is that what? Yes, the real HU, Hampton University. And it's an honor because last year at Pleasant's Landing, that's a kinetic multi-sport race, I saw a group of Black girls in transition. And I literally ran down there to them. I was like, what? And just kind of got excited. Of course, we had to take selfies because that's what you do when you see your people. And they were telling me how they were from Hampton University. And I said, wow, this is like real in the flesh. What we've been waiting for in seeing the collegiate sports rise and to be able to witness their first race in person at the last quote unquote regular season race for kinetic multi-sport to me it was a full circle moment and of course you know what I had to do of course invite them to the show because they deserve to get their shine they deserve to be heard and for you to hear some real stories about an NCAA sport we're still waiting for the whole NCAA championship version, which we'll hear more about, but we are excited to bring them to Try Beginners Luck to learn more about their story. Welcome everybody to Try Beginners Luck. How y'all doing? Doing Good. great. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. We got all the voices. So here are the voices that you hear. You hear Hannah Panay, who is a third year a student from Austin, Texas. She is a psychology and pre-med student. You have Jordan Bryant in the building. Oh, everybody got light. They went and got light when they saw the action came. What? Y'all ain't slick. Um, Jordan Bryant, who is a second year entrepreneurial major from LA, Los Angeles, California. We got head coach Jody Jensen. We got assistant coach Manjai Ho Sang, who he's been on Trial Beginner's Luck before. And last but certainly not least, we have Naya Buckner, who's a first-year student from Houston, Texas, and a biochemistry major. Woo! I just felt good. You know, back in my day at Florida a and we used to have to say, and I don't know if you guys have to say, you'd be like, I am Mashonda Miles. I had a couple of different majors from such and such and such. You know, you just get like excited. It's like, it's like your introduction. What? Yes. Anyway, anybody from family who just heard that, don't judge what I just did. Anyway. How y'all doing? Clearly, I had so much energy, and everyone's like, "Yeah, it's the end Rocking. of the day." Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah. 
I'm a little nervous. Y'all don't be nervous. Match my energy or, you know, do something. Anyway, Coach Jody, you're excited. I like the energy you bring. Tell me, how did you get involved with Hampton University's track team as the first coach? Well, it, it was it was by default, but um, I'm very happy and privileged to have the opportunity. I like being the first. Um, I've been at Hampton since 2004. I'm also director of aquatics, and I did a triathlon way back in the day, um, so I had a little bit of, of understanding of what athletes go through, and then I coached triathletes um, from the swimming portion. And being that I'm professor, director of aquatics at HU, I had inquired about how the progress was going finding a new coach because I also work water rescue for the summer triathlons. And so I wanted to coordinate with the new coach of, hey, I can provide water rescue support for open water training and let's coordinate so we can talk about getting you into the pool. And so the the person at the time said, nobody's applied. Why don't you apply? So I was like, OK. And so the rest is history. And it, it, it's been a really fun ride. Um, I'm so thankful to have Manjai as an assistant coach and, and alongside of me as a strength and conditioning um, coach as well at HU and, and these wonderful ladies that have hopped on this bus with me and, and um, doing their first triathlon and, and really engaging in the sport. And, you know, last season I asked them, I said, hey, we're going to go represent Hampton University and they did and I'm, I'm so proud of these young ladies we established our mark and the sky's the limit um with these ladies oh yes it is y'all I'm okay I really whoo I am probably more emotional about this moment than I am leading on to uh <laughs> I don't want to cry because I can cry about anything probably at the drop of the dime, but this is special. And I don't know, you may not be able to um, see it right now because you guys are in the moment, but 10, 15 years from now, you're going to be like, wow, we did this. We tried something different. It wasn't the cool sport on campus. People didn't understand what we did, why we have to swim, bike, and run, but you guys are doing it. So thank you, Coach Jody, for stepping up to the plate, even if it is by default. You stepped up, and that took courage. And that's what this season is about, actually. It's about courage. And so you guys are courageous for even doing what you're doing. But Coach Manjai, you're new to the team, but you're not new to the area. So I am. I'm like, the, I'm like the newbie. <laughs> right, the newbie again. So it's like you're trying beginner's luck all over again i am <laughs> you don't seem too happy about that no 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 i'm actually i'm actually it's it's static it's something that um you say emotional that resonate uh again i'm not from virginia i have zero ties to hampton university but when i saw the uh announcement which was all over you know it was all over usa try it was all in triathlete magazine i'm like wow can i go somehow make a difference um, but schedules were schedules and I was doing something else, but I always kind of kept um, my eye on what's going on, what's going on. So, um, had a chance to meet Jody at an event I was trying to host, uh, working in another sports performance center, 
we chatted and I'm like, okay, maybe I can somehow get involved. Um, so time went on, timing was timing, but it worked out this time uh, to come on board and help out, which is, which is something fun. And you bring your expertise because you are a triathlete yourself. I've got, I've had the pleasure of being able to call you across many finish lines. So yes, that indeed. is, yeah. So that's really, um, it's just really exciting to see how you've gone back and now you're helping others grow the sport. And that was a little bit of what we talked about, even, you know, during our segment, when we taped, what was it like last year? You know, we talked about like just growing the sport and seeing more. And so you not only said it, but then you put action towards it. Salute. Yeah. And that's the big thing is, hey, what can you do? And I think it's the same thing that that you iterated to earlier. We're in the moment and I don't know if any of us really go, OK, what's going to happen? But hopefully and, and without a doubt, in 10 years, when you look back and be like, really, they they didn't think they were doing much. Um, so we, we always talk about representation. So, you know, well, as I know, when you go to a race, um, it's kind of, it's, it's a little more motivating to, oh, they look like me, um, whatever level you're at, beginner, intermediate, advanced up to the professional ranks. Um, and so these young ladies, and I've met with them twice and I told them, you're going to have young girls, young high schoolers looking up to you, whether you like it or not. And, and they're all ready to accept the challenge. Hey, challenge accepted. Who's ready to accept the challenge on the call? That's right, Jordan. It's your time. So that's I did that so I, I could Jordan. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I did that so I could be like, let me pull somebody up. Jordan, what has it been like? You're from LA. You got this laid-back vibe about yourself, wearing that afro, rocking it, looking <laughs> cute or whatever. I know it's hard to do that while you're in season. So let's talk about it. What got you excited about triathlon and how did you get into sport? Okay, well, um, I am originally a swimmer. Um, Hampton does not have a swim team. So I was interested in whatever water sports that they had because I've, um, I've dabbled in like other water sports as well. So I was just like, why not? Um, and... It's been pretty good so far. Um, I get really excited about it because it's just so different and it can really test my limits as an athlete. You say what? You Yes, testing limits is exactly what trying does for you. I was about <laughs> to say what being a triathlete does, but I guess that's the same. But it does, it does test your limits. So tell me in what ways has your limits been tested thus far? Well, that first race, I accidentally um, went the Olympic route instead of the route that we were supposed to go, and I still finished it. So that definitely tested my limits because I did double the amount that I was supposed to do, and then I still had to run afterwards, which was awful. <laughs> but I was just happy that I finished and completed it without <laughs> falling out right which is a huge difference because you guys have been training fast furious in and out 15 miles and then to go 25 miles and then to come back and run yeah that is a lot and you know normally you'd be like oh 15 
10 extra miles. Oh, that's nothing. But it is something when it's a rolling hill course. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was exhausted. I guess I shouldn't bring back those bad memories. So I'm going to no, move okay. over. We're going to slide over to Hannah. So Hannah, I, if I tell us about your first experience and how did you get involved in sport? Um, so I played basketball in high school. So I, besides like just doing everything casually, I didn't have much uh, experience with like competitively swimming, biking, all that running even. So um, yeah, I was just trying to find a way at the school to work out. I was doing like intramurals and stuff. And I saw an email from Coach Jensen saying who wants to, we're, we're having an interest meeting to you know, look at what the triathlon team's about. And I was like, I don't know if I should do it because I don't, I'm not like super experienced in all of these things. Um, but I went and I met with her and I decided I was going to do it. And yeah, it's, it's been good. It's just been, it's honestly been very challenging because I have never really been like super competitive in any of those things. Um, but yeah. Okay. Okay. So you didn't have, you didn't know what you didn't know, but you still signed up for the interest meeting. So did mm -hmm. you have to learn everything and what was that process like? Well, um, like, like I, I guess I, I had done everything before. Like I was a lifeguard in high school. Um, so it was, I was like, I generally knew what to do, but I had to like fix my form. I had to fix, I had to like fix my stamina. I had to fix basically everything. So it was, it was really challenging. I'm not going to lie. Like swimming next to Nye and Jordan, they were zooming down the pool. I was like, just trying to get all the way down and back like as fast as I could. So yeah, it, it was challenging for sure. Okay. But you did it and you did your first one last year. So tell us about your race. What was it like to do your first sprint? It was, um, I was like, I was really nervous beforehand. And then we got in the water and it was freezing. So I was just, I was like, I just need to finish. Like my, my main goal was just to finish. I didn't care how long it took me, just finish the race. Um, and yeah, it went pretty well. I just remember it was really nice because there were a lot of times I was like, this is the hardest thing I've ever had to do. I'm struggling right now. But everyone in the like, the, everyone was so supportive. Like I would be running and people would be coming up behind me being like, you got this, keep going. Um, I remember like I passed Naya on the track and she was like, we got this, like you're almost there, like keep going. So it was, it was really good. It was really, it was a really good experience. It was just very, very difficult. And I remember I was, I was really exhausted afterwards. As you should be. That means you gave it your all. <laughs> I am here for it all. All right, Miss Knight. Tell us about how you got in the sport as well. And, uh, and about your first race. Hi. Um. So I've been um competitively swimming for about six years, and um um my mom 
when I came first came to Hampton, my mom had told me about the tri team. She was like, "Oh, I know they don't have a swim team. You should go see what tri is about." And I was like, "Um, that don't sound right." And so just um after NSO week and everything like that, um, one day I was just walking past Holland and I was just like, "Let me go see if Coach is in there and you know just have a talk with her, you know, so I can you know see what's the what it's about and she told me about it invited me to practice I just fell in love with the team they were just so supportive so nice and so I was just like hey let me me give it a try um preparing for the first um try was a little it was a little it was really challenging I was kind of contemplating whether I should continue because I was like this is a lot (laughs) so anyway but it was but I it was like challenging, but I enjoyed the challenge, if that makes sense. And um, when we got to the first race, we were just surrounded by so many, so many positive people at Kinetic, and it was just really a, a really positive environment. And it kind of just gave you that extra boost, you know, hitting that freezing cold water, coming out the water, biking, running, everything. Everyone's just super supportive, and that just kind of gave me the push to keep going because he was like in pain but you know it was like trying to smile and wave while while your teammates passing you to you know um give them that extra push as well so yeah and so I I feel like you're leaving an important piece out about your first triathlon so what what piece am I leaving out that you placed in your age group I did place in my age group. <laughs> information. I I feel like I really tried and I was just happy that I finished. Like after we got to the end and they were like handing me medals and stuff, it just flew over my head. I was just happy that I was just like we had accomplished this big thing and that was just all I cared about. <laughs> So winning winning the medal, it was it was great. It was a great experience. But I was just happy that I was there with the team and that's what so it just kind of flew over my head. <laughs> it did. So first race, podium. I don't recall which uh where you placed in the podium. Do you remember? Um, I believe I was third, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. And to me, I was just like, so, well, again, me and my emotions was just so overwhelmed. I was like, still trying to keep it professional, right? Because I have a job to do. But I was just like, yes, you better do this. Because I knew it was everyone's like first race. And uh, to see that, again, I was just overwhelmed with so much joy to see that. Because think about that being your first race, you placed third, giving it your all, but that was still just the beginning. You hadn't really been developed. Now you have a a man on deck who's going to get that, you know, get you developed, you know, from a, you know, strength and conditioning side of it. And you got coach Jody who can now take and build upon what you did last year. And so this is only the beginning. And I am just, I can't wait to see what this team looks like in two, three years, specifically even this year, but still, you know, just the growth from it all. So 
Coach Jody, tell me about what has it been like to get the young ladies ready for races? Do you have all the things that you need to, you know, like do you have bikes? What is it like to train, getting to races? Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Well, building a brand new program, it certainly has been a process to to put it lightly and you know just um divine intervention as manjai stated how he and i came to meet one another he reached out to me we kept the communication going this was pre-covid covid hit um i was grinding my gears i guess you could say um as far as trying to get the logistics of a brand new team going. And uh, so he, it was nice that he came along and we were able to connect. And then um, there's a, I, I got to give a, a shout out to my buddy, um, Freddie, who owns a bicycle shop in um, Buckaroe. And I stumbled upon him. He's very involved in cycling and, he actually loaned us bikes for the season. And I mean, just really talk about a gift from God, an angel. He actually worked with the ladies as well, um, did some training, getting them acclimated to um, the gears, shifting of the gears and, and um, handling of, of the bikes. So it, it has we're, we're getting there. We're a work in progress um, as far as getting everything that we need, um, working on getting the trainers and um, more bikes and recruiting more individuals to come onto the team. So it, it's been a process, but it's been a fun process. Um, these these young ladies on this team just really fuel my fuel my desire, um, motivate me to be better. It was we did all of our practices at six o'clock in the morning, so it was definitely it was a grind for everybody. But um, they stuck with it, and like you said, yes, great things await for this team. Wow, I didn't catch the gentleman's name again. Can you say his name one more time? Yes, his name is Freddie, and the name of his bicycle shop is Free Wheel Free Wheeling Bicycle. And I'm so sorry, I can't remember Freddie's last name. Um, but he he's a cyclist, very passionate about cycling. Um, in fact, he probably would be a very good guest on on your show. Um, I would love to I would love to connect you because he has done some really phenomenal things um, as far as cycling and um, um, outreach for the cycling community. So freaking lootly. That's why I was asking for his name again. Number one, to give him a shout out. I don't know where Buckaroo is. Buckaroo, Virginia is perhaps. But listen, Freddie from Free Willing Bicycle. Yes. Shout out to you for helping these young girls out. Shout out to you for breaking down the barrier to entry and allowing these girls, even though they are a sport at a university, we all know how it goes with universities, especially at an HBCU where the money and the resources may not be there just yet. So Freddie, shout out to you. I don't know who you are just yet, but don't worry, you coming up on this show. Okay. <laughs> okay. Hey, Michelle, do you want to hear an odd story? It, that's not my name, but yeah, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Jai Jose, it's Mashonda. Right? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so check this out. 
here's a weird twist of fate. I call him Fast Freddy because I've known Freddy for like 10 years. I've ridden with Freddy, just pure cycling. I didn't know they connected. Isn't that something? Wow. You know it's, what? Yeah, it's Fast Freddy. Fast Freddy? Yep. From Buckaroo, Virginia? Buckaroo Beach. Buckaroo Beach. Free willing. Shout out to you. Like, you know, it takes a lot to get. Well, no, it doesn't take a lot to give, but when you have a heart, Freddie James, that's his name. Freddie James, ladies and gentlemen, when you have a heart to give, I was just telling somebody this, you know, at Endurance Exchange, and they were saying how they were having a hard time and, you know, needed to make, um, you know, needed to make, uh, what is it called? Profit, right? You know, for races or whatever. And I was like, you know what? Sometimes you got to take a, a little bit of a hit in order to take a major gain. But see, Freddie understands the law of reciprocal, you know, like when you give, it's better to give than to receive, right? Because you sometimes get more back in return than you ever put out because you never know your gifts come back. As they say in the good book, press down, shaking together and running over, you know, the blessings run over. Just give, give opportunities, give up your time. However you can give, give. Like for me, I may not give. That's all I can say. Giving is, I think giving is like the baseline for your increase. Giving is the baseline for increase, right? Whatever it is that you have to give, give it away because it's not yours to keep anyway. So I just pronounce a blessing, double, triple on Mr. Freddie James down there in Buckaroo beach virginia that i've never heard of but now i feel like i gotta take a special trip down there come through free will bike company y'all will hear more about them on this show okay i feel like i've taken too much time away from the real hu triathlon team so what's next for you all how does training right now it's the winter time it may be a little windy and cold down there in Hampton. What is it like to get up still at the crack of dawn when the lights are still dark? You still got school to train. Well, here we go. So uh, we actually just kind of met. That was what? Wednesday, ladies? We met Wednesday. Kind of set our, our training wheels in motion on where we go. Uh, with the NCAA triathlon season, it's a little odd because uh, spring is big for clubs. So as far as teams, like the championships aren't until October. Uh, so we're going to start doing some base training, get the ladies caught up with some strength. Uh, as you know, lay the foundation for the base, uh, roll into spring, uh, doing some speed work since the distance is a lot shorter, um, and then start refining it. So when actually when the fall semester hits and the race schedule hits, they're, uh, as you know, in peak condition, ready to go. All right. So ladies, y'all met Wednesday. What was it like? Did you, what kind of intentions did you set for this year? They're all scared to talk to me. They're, right they're quiet. Don't know. They, they set some goals, which were, which were awesome. Um, and I'm, I'm going to kind of double back. Uh, one, cause a, I don't think Freddie gets enough credit, but B, uh, on the overall aspect, the reality is this, um, HBCUs, uh, the athletes that a were recruiting or pulling from the schools aren't traditional triathletes. Uh, 
So to get somebody to help out with the bikes is important because if you're not a traditional triathlete, you don't have a bike, um, but that's part of the sport. So that um, it's awesome to have Jody as the aquatics director, because we'll kind of have the, the inside scoop to the pool. Um, so it's, it's about using uh, the resources to get them going. And I, it's one thing I told them is, uh, and I'll brag a little bit. Um, Jordan and I are awesome swimmers. Um, we did some, some water stuff and, and Jordan was whooping my tail. So, and I told them all, guess what, Jordan, you need to take charge of swimming and make sure you challenge all of us. Uh, then when it comes to the bike, um, we're figuring out, Hey, who's best on the bike. Um, and I told him it may not be Jordan, but guess what? Now somebody else is going to lead and all the other ladies are going to be on their shirt tails and it transitions to the run. And I think they all kind of looked at me like, what are you talking about? So once we get to the run, uh, Naya is going to, you know, hang on and we're all going to hang on with Naya for as long as we can. She takes off, but you know what, as a team, they'll all be there. Um, so yeah, again, it's, it's a team sport. So we have to use it like a team sport and train like a team sport. But they have their goals. They know it. All right. So you have your goals. No need to be shy, Jordan, Hannah, and Naya. Tell us what were some of those intentions that you set for this year? Because you have your first year under your belt. And we talked about that. So what are you looking forward to in year two? Um, Really just to get better in every way possible. Um. I feel like we have a really good opportunity with triathlon, especially being like minorities within the sport. I feel like we can really shake things up and like just put the school and like each other on the map. We just have to really push forward. Hey, I'm here for that. Yes. Naya, who's schooling everybody in the pool <laughs> um I would just say that um goal setting wise just to like reach as many people as possible is one of my goals just to show other minorities that we can excel in other areas where you may not ever think any like people are doing any kind of swimming in oceans and lakes and things like that and so yeah just kind of just reaching those goals and inspiring people to do things that are outside of our box that we've been given and things like that and just you know doing better as myself and um, supporting my teammates and things like that so, yeah. and rising up as a leader I love it that was just me adding on to it speaking it into existence um, Hannah? Um, I agree with Jordan. I think this semester specifically, uh, we're all, me personally, but all of us are really wanting to get better. Um, since last semester we had our first triathlon, I feel like now's the time to get, like, really excel at everything. And we can finally, like, put it all together and really practice um, doing all the sports together and learning how to transition. So, yeah, that's my biggest goal. Mm, you said learning how to transition. 
Mm, so let's talk about that, Hannah. It seems like that's a personal thing and you might not have done it well the first time. So tell us about your transition situation. Um, so before I felt like I didn't have much practice because I was really focusing on making my skills better. Um, I couldn't really focus on like how much effort I was putting into each category. So I would put, I'm not as good as a swimmer as Nia and Jordan, but I would put like all my effort into the swim and then I would get out of the water. I felt like I was about to pass out and I had to put on my shoes and then hop on the bike and get on the bike and then put I, what I thought was my 100%, but it was just, I didn't know how to like put my like level out everything so that I'm doing everything in good time and with the amount of effort I should be doing it in. So yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to is really just um, learning how to, again, put everything together and finish strong. I love it. I love it. Okay. Okay. Ooh. I know that you guys raced at Pleasance Landing last year. I don't know if you were, if you guys went to the Kinetic Cup that you got to race with other collegians for the, um, I think it's called the Mid-Atlantic Championship. Did you guys participate in that race? Oh, let's get into that. Let's get into that. So Hannah's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Hannah, I'll start with you. What was that like? Because you had just done your first race maybe a week or two prior. So what changed between Pleasant's Landing and Connecticut? So since it was collegiate, uh, other collegiate athletes this time, it was like a different vibe when we got there. Everyone was like super focused um, I'm not saying it wasn't as supportive, but everyone was just focusing on their own team. Um, so it was very intimidating when we got there. Um, and for me, I know when we got in the water, everybody zoomed off. Um, and I was just trying my hardest. And then we got out of the water. Um, I was the last person out of the water. And I got on the bike and unfortunately I did get lapped um, during the bike part, but um, it was a good experience to see what I needed to do and what I needed to improve on. Um, and it felt like it, honestly, it was kind of defeating. It felt like I did worse. Um, but then I checked my times and I did, I did way better than the first triathlon. So I did improve, but I thought it was a good experience overall because I definitely got to see like how other collegiate athletes race and triathlons, how they train um, and how I can put that into like my own personal workouts and stuff like that. So you say it got lapped. I don't know what the setup was because I wasn't there. So what was the distance? If anyone can chime in and tell us what the distance was and how did you get lapped and what, what, what did that look like? I'll, I'll chime in. So with the NCAA championship, um, regional championship, as well as the NCAA championship, that if you get lapped on the bike, you're automatically disqualified. So with the Kinetic, and, and like they said, that being that it was their second triathlon, the first triathlon, the the warmth and the welcoming, the red carpet was rolled out 
but we went to regional championship and it is a dog eat dog. And also too, you had at Pleasant Landing, two people started the swim at a time, all the ladies lined up. So I, I, I want to say there was 50, 50 to 60 in that heat that were all lined up on the shoreline. And so when the whistle, when the gun goes off, everybody is converging into the water at one time and the bike portion is two laps. And so if you get lapped on, on the bike, then you've got to step off, get off your bike and walk your bike in. So that's what Hannah is, is referring to. Oh, that's kind of. Yeah, I think here's just a, for, for anybody listening that doesn't know. So the collegiate triathlon is, uh, raced in the uh, same format as ITU or the Olympic format, meaning uh, the ladies always do a mass start. So it's a mass start for a 750 meter swim. Um, from there, it's a fight to get on. Remember, these are draft legal races. So drafting, unlike uh, we'll say any of the Ironman other races is legal. So it is a tactic. Uh, so it is a 20K bike. Um, because it is draft legal and to make it really spectator friendly, it's generally a course that loops kind of like you would see in a criterium style bike race. Uh, and that's where it comes in. If you are on the bike and you are lapped, uh, you have to drop. And then from there, they transition to a 5K run. So that's that's kind of the format for anybody who's really unclear on how collegiate triathlon works, um, which is something that transitioned right to the Olympic format, uh, which is a great place to get your uh, Olympic triathletes from from the collegiate uh, format. Thank you for coming in because I was almost speechless and was just so hurt that the whole getting lapped and had to walk your bike back. I was like, what? And you're like, what? <laughs> It's like, oh my gosh. It's, oh my you know, God. it's a different, it's, I don't want to say it's a different format. It's a, a format that's not heavily pushed in the United States. And honestly, I wish it was pushed more um, because A, it's a spectator friendly. And I remember when the triath when triathlon moved to the Olympics and the first one is when the Olympics were in Australia, um, that was their big thing. How can we make triathlon spectator friendly? Well, you make it draft legal and you have them run a little lap circuit. So everybody can see them. Yeah. So you see them more than once. Vice, what everybody, you know, hears with the the M dots or the 70.3s. Um, yeah. So it's it's when they say when these ladies say it's competitive, uh, they are not playing. When they talk about their open water swims, uh, like I said, they're standing on the shore with 50 of their closest friends. And when the gun goes off, it is a frenzy. So Jordan, I hear you, you were able to hang with the, with the people. You was able to hang. Tell us about your experience, Jordan, laid back. Like, yeah, I was able to hang with them. Come on, tell us about it. It was actually really <laughs> difficult. Um, it was way harder than the first one because um, it was just so much more competitive. Um, it The level of competitiveness is what I'm used to with swim. When we got there, I was like, yeah, this 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 seems about right. Cause um the first triathlon, it was, it was very positive. I was so like thankful for it, but it's just not what I'm used to in a sports setting. I'm used to people being like very serious, like 
you know, about business. And that's what it was like. So I was like, okay, this is going to be intense. And then as soon as we start, it was just, it was intense is really the only word I can think of because we had to run into the water all at the same time. And like girls are legitimately swimming on top of you while you're also trying to figure out where you are in the water, not trying to get kicked in the face. Um, also, the water was not clear, even though they told us it was clear. So I really could not see. <laughs> and like the first triathlon, I was with the like towards the like front of the people. And this time I was in the back and I was like, it was kind of discouraging because I was just like, this is not what I thought it was going to be. So I was just like, just keep going. And then when I was done with the swim, we had to run to the transition area, which was farther than the first one as well, uphill. And I thought I was going to pass out. I stopped because I thought I couldn't do it because I was like, I don't know if I can do this. But my teammate, Terea, she talked to me and like, you know, I breathed a little bit and I was like, okay, I got to keep going. And I got on a bike and that was very difficult, but I knew it wasn't going to be as hard as the first time because it was going to be shorter regardless because it wasn't the Olympic route. So, yeah. And then once I didn't get lapped, I was like, all right, all I have to do is finish. Right, but so it was extremely difficult. As you guys hear the laid back Jordan talk, I feel like what I heard if you have time to get motivated from your friends, your teammate, you were still moving pretty fast. And to not get loud, you was moving, right? You know it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was like, right, hold on a minute. You done sat, you took a breath, you ran uphill, and then had to get your motivation on, and you still finished. I love it. I love it. I, and I think what that states is, the first race at Pleasant's Landing were rainbows and butterflies, right? But then you got a taste of what it was like or what an NCAA race would be like. And so it gives you something to push for because I think the, the championships was in Arizona this year. And so the people who, you know, made it from these different regionals go on to the championship in Arizona. And so this gives you something to, um, to strive for because you have the talent. You just don't have all the quote unquote knowledge and, you know, you haven't been groomed for this. This is new. And so the courage that to me, you guys have exhibited, it's amazing. And just imagine how you're going to be this year mentally. Cause you already know, Oh, like you said, when you got there and you saw how the people was acting, you was like, Oh, this is about right. Cause you know, swimmers are and when you had a swim meet, at least from what I can remember when I was younger, people are not the nicest. You know what I mean? They're not the nicest. But you're there to do a job and you're there to get in. And maybe that's why I have the mentality I have now. I'm just like, oh, I love everybody because it's the complete opposite of what I grew up with. But you got in there and you stayed in the game. So, Naya, you're a swimmer as well. What was it like for you to do a mass start? Because imagine the young ladies on the team who, 
might not have known how to swim as well and being in a mass start and the water's not as clear as you thought it was going to be. What was it like for you, Naya? Um, it was definitely interesting. Um, I was kind of, to put it this way, I was used to the motion because I also did diving in high school, but it was just so far that we had to run in. I was still scared, like, of hitting the the sand <laughs> so <laughs> so it was definitely interesting and um me and Jordan had to kind of like you know like y'all need to make sure you jump you know we jump high <laughs> and things like that kind of try to guide our teammates in the right direction but yes it was definitely interesting yeah wow I'm, I'm excited to just follow your journey I'm a vested uh, supporter and I am I'll get with coach Jody to figure out where you all will be because um, I want to be there to support you all no matter if I'm a racing or announcing just to kind of see you guys along the way especially it sounds like I need to be at that kinetic cup because that's where the action is go there just get a ticket to Arizona oh that's where we going this year we're going to Arizona girls you heard it first by the time hey we get are you ready whole squad ready hey Okay, y'all are like, she's lame. We don't want to talk to her no more. <laughs> You're um, not lame. <laughs> thank you, Naya. You're not thank lame. You. I appreciate. I appreciate y'all for not saying I'm lame. Okay, so Arizona is our goal for this year, and I want that for y'all. How is it being in a non-traditional sport? How does it make you feel when you show up on campus? And what are you all doing to make the campus know that y'all are there? Um, because, um, we're not because we're not really recognized yet, it's kind of hard yeah. to say. Like once we're like official, official, I think it'll be more of like an impact on campus. Cause like we have a few pieces of like, um like school merch or like our sport related like clothing so that's really all that we have necessarily right now but once like I think once next season rolls in it'll be more of like a oh yeah Hampton triathlon situation mm -hmm. like that because right now it's like mm -hmm. it's like it it's set around but it's not not everybody knows about it for real Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Coach Jody, can you tell us about what maybe Jordan is talking about in terms of official, but not really official, or Manjai, either one of you? Yeah, well, I'll, I'll jump in here. Yeah, the, the visibility is definitely a, a, certainly a big thing. And um, yeah, we're, we're kind of we're not very well known, I, I guess you could say. Um, we're not real visible as of yet. Um, so and, and certainly looking to expand upon that. So yeah, Jordan. Jordan is, is definitely on point. Um, I think as we get into warmer weather and we do more training outside, that also too helps with the visibility. Um, much like when we walk out of my building and you see runners running, you're oh, there's track. Pretty soon it's going to be oh, there's the ladies from the triathlon team. What is it 
what is the rule? Like, you know, we've made this big push. We're an NCAA sport, but not an NCAA championship sport. Can you talk a little bit about the difference and what that means and what it means for sport, perhaps once we become a NCAA championship sport? Once the NCAA recognizes us as a sport, which the goal is next season, um, we'll have hit that status. And so that basically means that they'll fund the championship, they'll fund the regional championship um, events, whereas now teams are they're struggling to be able to get to races whether it be regionals or whether it be national championship um the logistics of not only flying but also to getting your bike to the competition is certainly challenging something that we experienced just through driving um and in fact at the kinetic cup Thank God that I have a good relationship with Greg because we literally had the bikes stuffed in the back seat. So when we were removing one of the bikes, the chain popped off and God bless Naya. Naya hopped right on it and she did her best to try and get the chain back on. And so finally I went over and got Greg. I was like, hey, Greg, can you help me out here? And so he got the chain back on for us. So that that's certainly one of the growing pains that we have felt. And, and that will certainly be um, nice when we are acknowledged as an NCAA sport and the NCAA sponsors the championships. Aha. Uh-huh. That Greg Hawkins is something special. I tell you, that's my... That's my guy, as I would say, or, or as they say in the street, that's my guy. But no, he <laughs> is, he, uh, he, fi- he, he does everything. He's like a, a one man, awesome shop with his, you know, he has a great team, but in instances like this, when you need your, your bike fixed, he's always to the punch and always has spares of everything on the truck. So shout out to Greg Hawkins from Kinetic Multisport for that. And Jordan, you were shaking your head like, yeah, the van. Did you have some memories about the van and getting your bike and stuff there seems like it was bringing back a good memory um it was just well good good yes because we kind of came together to try and fix it but it was just really stressful because we were just like why is this happening um but it it all went it all went well so um yeah it just kind of like well it showcased Naya's talent because we were just like what do we do with this and she knew exactly what to do she's the only person in like the team that knows how to work the inner workings of the bike because it's just like I don't I didn't know what to do I was like uh I'm I'll support whatever you guys tell me to do but Naya kind of just did everything (laughs) yeah all right, Naya, so you're the leader on the swim pack, making sure you're you're giving everybody a run for their money on the swim, but you also know about the inner workings of bikes. Is that a skill you've learned or did you grow up around bikes? Tell us a little bit more. Okay, so um, my dad is a mechanic and he, I've just, I've seen just about anything come through his shop. So me and my little brother used to 
Uh, we had one gear bike, so we used to take apart our bikes, put them back together, add stuff on them. So I had a little bit of knowledge in the bike department. Just our bikes competitively that we were using, they had multiple gears, and I wasn't too – I knew how the chain is supposed to go on there, but I wasn't too sure because every time – I would switch the gear, the chain would pop back off. So we were just kind of all trying to fiddle with it and figure it out. So that's that's why I know just a, a little bit about the bicycles, yeah. I love that. There's nothing like, you know, learning that craft from your parents, you know, just from their everyday life, right? That you pick up the things along the way and you fixing that fixie, not knowing, ah, oh, this just, I had a waha moment. Everything that we've come into, it always prepares us for something later and something greater. Even if it's the, the smallest thing that we don't realize will help us long-term, will ultimately help us. And so you being at your dad's shop and playing with your brother and fixing bikes came through for your team. I, I'm here for all of this. Wow. Mm. Okay. For those of you who are listening, if y'all don't have the feels right now, like, man, this is so, so good to me. So I want to ask you, I'm sure this is the first time that you've, what does your family think about you being in sport and how are they supportive of what you're doing? Um. My mom is very big on like fitness and staying fit. So when she found out I was joining or when I, I, I first told her when I saw the flyer and she was like, you need to do it, like join right now. She's like, go to her office right now. I was like, okay. <laughs> but um, yeah, my parents are both very, very supportive of it. Um, they played sports in high school and stuff. So they were, they understood. So they were very excited. By chance, Hannah, have you been able to encourage your family, your mom and your dad to perhaps do a triathlon with you? Because, you know, that could be a thing, right? Yeah, uh, my sister actually is applying for colleges right now and she's considering coming to Hampton. And I told her if she comes, she needs to join the triathlon team and join us. <laughs> so I think that'd be fun. Is the Bankhead Bounce still a thing or is that from my old school day? But I'm like, yes, come on, sis. Yeah, I'm really excited. So I love hope it. He joins. All right. Naya, what about you? I mean, clearly your skills of your family are already coming into hand with fixing things, but how how are they being able to support you? And are you going to be able to encourage them to perhaps try with you one day? Um, so yeah, um, my mom was really ecstatic because like before I even came to Hampton after I applied and everything. She was like, oh, they have a tri team. You should go do it. And I was like, mm, I don't know about all that, but okay. I'll I'll see about it maybe when I get there. <laughs> and so when I got there, it was just really great to get on the team. And she was just super, super excited. And it was just great having those conversations with her because um, she's an alum from Hamptons. So she ran um, state, I believe, in Colorado before she came to Hampton and so she was a state runner so she could give me tips and things about um running and things like that and then my dad being a mechanic he also did a whole bunch of sports in high school as well he was a swimmer as well so just kind of getting tips from both of them and both of them being really supportive 
on a journey just gives me a lot of motivation to keep going um them like doing a try with me I would I will definitely put that out idea out there for them I I believe especially my dad I I could see him doing something like that definitely definitely. all right now I'm gonna be looking out and then I can have the whole family on the show talking about their experience Jordan what about you um my mom was very very supportive of me joining the team just because my intention when I came to Hampton was to take a break from sports because I've just been doing sports for so long I was like college I, I want to see what it like what it's like to just be a student and I did that my freshman year and I was like I need something <laughs> I'm I'm ready to get back into sports and um, my mom has always been in favor of me doing sports, especially swim or anything water related. Um, so when I told her that I was interested in joining the triathlon team, she was like, yeah, you you need to get on that for sure. And I come from a very athletic family, so it, it's just kind of in my blood. Um as far as anybody in my family doing it with me, I think I might get my aunt to do it with me because she likes to bike like along the beach and stuff like that. Um, but anybody else, I don't, I don't think so. I don't think that that's for them, but it's okay. They they have their other things that they're into. All right. Well, we'll see. You never know. They may get the bug when they see you guys are, out there making noise at the NCAA championships and perhaps somebody uh, takes it even further and Olympics 2028. I mean, the sky is the limit and you never know because this is really a lifelong sport. And so it doesn't matter when you get involved in it. And it's, it definitely keeps you going and going and going. Wow. We got to wrap up. But I have so many more questions and I don't know how to get all my questions answered. So I guess what's going to have to happen since we're having you on so early in the year, mm-hmm. when you come back from Arizona at the end of the year, we got to have y'all back on. How about that? Sounds good. That would be okay. wonderful. Sounds good. All right. But for but before you go, we have this thing called rapid fire. Manjaya is very familiar with it because we go around. <laughs> So what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask a question and we're going to, everyone is going to answer it. So if the next person just go, because it's a lot of y'all. So the first question is, what's your favorite leg of triathlon? Bike. Swim. Swimming. The run. Swim. Okay. Okay. All right. We got all... We got, we got a whole sport. We got the swim, bike, and run taken care of. You can keep yourselves off mute because um, that'll help it go by a little bit faster. Um, what's your favorite post-workout food? Pasta. Watermelon. In and out. But we don't have um, Olive Garden? Pasta. Yes. Pasta. I love it. We got hamburgers and pasta in the building. All right. Favorite music artist and or favorite song? 
Well, my favorite music artist is Michael Jackson. So. Mine is Frank Ocean or Tyler the Creator. You said Frank That's Ocean or who? Tyler the Creator. Tyler the Creator. Hmm. Y'all gonna have me look. See, that's why you gotta keep young people in your corner. I gotta look that up. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Um, I would say Party Next Door or Twenty One Savage. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yep. Okay. Okay. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead, Jai. Who's your favorite? Oh, that didn't work. Um, uh, Bob Marley. Let's be real. Ooh, Bob Marley. I was going to say I'm. I'm going to throw in Brandy Carlisle. However, I am an '80s child as far as music is concerned, and I dragged my best as far as the playlist for when we were swimming in the pool. And there was some Michael Jackson. I don't think I had Frank Ocean, but I did have. Um, it was a big variety. Lunatic Fringe. It was my ode to the '80s. You know, Vision Quest, Good Motivator, um, Kate Bush, Running Up That Hill. Again, the connection between Stranger Things and me being an 80s person. So especially owed to Pleasant Landing, running and biking up that hill. Here for it all. <laughs> Here for it all. All right. The app on your phone, you can't do without. I'm old. Facebook. <laughs> okay, coach. <laughs> Spotify. Um, yeah, Spotify. Yeah. Apple Music. My thing. Oh, okay. So we got. Oh. <laughs> the shade. Apple yeah. Music. <laughs> iTunes. Come on, let's be real. You got to have iTunes. First no. of all, iTunes is not even a real thing. So you know he played out talking about <laughs> iTunes. It's Apple Music these days. Well, whatever. Yeah, I need my jams. <laughs> so he probably, he actually buys the songs if he has iTunes, mm -hmm. talking about iTunes. Mm -hmm. it's, it's Apple Music these days. Apple, Apple Music or Spotify. Music. I love it. I love it. <laughs> that was good. All right. What's your favorite subject that you're taking right now? Like class or just subject? Oh, that's mm. thank you wow. for clarification. I don't need to know anything <laughs> yeah. outside of your personal life. Give me the give me the class. Let's keep it clean. Class. <laughs> abnormal psych. Oh no no. Yeah, abnormal psychology. I was gonna say my intro to psych class. Mm -hmm. That was a really fun class. I would probably say. I'll probably say biology. Okay. So I'm going to switch this question around because um, I don't know if you've had the opportunity to do this or not, but everyone that comes on the show has to ask this question. Well, gets asked this question. So the question is usually, do you pee on the bike or take a pop or pee break? Well, it looks like y'all can answer that. So let's go. So Pee on the bike or take a proper pee break? Like during the race or like after? Like, cause I can't. During. During. So here's the answer, lady. So yeah. So it's, it's, it's a, a, a skill that when you are properly hydrated, you will acquire. Uh, 
Like, can we do neither? Can we do neither? I'm like, why? I'm not peeing on the bike. I'm not doing that. Just know you you never pick up someone else's cycle shoes after a race. Only pick up your own. Look at her. She's laughing. She knows it's true. <laughs> That's crazy. I'm not peeing on the bike. <laughs> Either before or after the race. I, yeah. I don't, yeah. So, I, <laughs> and if it's an emergency in the lake, if it's an emergency in the lake, any other time, it's not happening. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Y'all have made my day today. So my <laughs> other question that I was going to ask as an alternative <laughs> was, because I figured this could be more relatable, um, but you guys really made that question. Mm. <sighs> what? Do you pee in the water when you're in the pool? Ah, uh, see? Mm. 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 No, but in the past, like, being a kid, yeah. Like, why would I get out of the water? But now it's like, I don't really want to swim in that. That's just, I don't know what everybody else does. Yeah, I agree. I used to do it as a yeah. kid, but now, not so much. I'm not, no, <laughs> yeah. I don't. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And especially, like, swimming competitively, it was an I love my to get at the water. Yeah, I love my bathroom breaks. As short as they are needed. If I actually gotta go, I'm gonna go outside the water. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You guys have made my day. You know, I... <laughs> This is one for those of you who usually listen to the podcast. If you want to head on over to YouTube, you got to watch the last 10 minutes of it to see their faces when we talk about this. Because they're like, what? I have one more question for you. And I just want you to give one piece of advice to a beginner now that you've had your first year. So give us one piece of advice that you will give to another beginner who is wanting to try. Um... Well, for me, it would just be just keep breathing, like deep breaths, keep breathing and you will make it through. I would say like, no matter what, like, every, like many different kinds of people do this sport. So you're going to do fine regardless. Like as long as you finish the race, or even if you don't finish the race, but as long as you finish the race, you're good. Just try your hardest. I would definitely just say, give it your all. Like, pretend like nobody's watching, do your thing, because I know people like to judge. Do your thing, give it your all, and just keep going. Coach Jody? Oh, gosh. Um, I'm, I'm going to take this from, from Jimmy B. Never give up. Never, never give up. Okay. okay. And Manjai? Uh, believe, believe in yourself. I, I Again, when you listen to these young ladies talk about their first races and their first experience, um, you said it. They're they're taking breaks. They're encouraging each other. And deep down, they said, okay, I can do this. So believe in yourself and finish and you will. All right. All right. All right. You guys have been great. I wish you all the absolute most success. Thank you, Coach Jody and Coach Manjai, for making this happen so quickly. I am beyond thrilled to see what you all do and how you all continue to be successful learning one step at a time well you heard it here first 
This is probably our first interview. I'm so glad to be the first. Come on, try yes. to get us like out here. We making it, we dicing it up a little bit. Oh, go ahead, coach. No, no, I was just going to say thank you for having us. As you can see, I mean, this is just a, a sampling of the extraordinary young ladies that I get to be around and me and Jai coming in and sharing in the enthusiasm and passion and wanting to grow the sport. It's just truly, in, in my opinion, gifts from God. And, and really, when you love what you do, it's not work. And the inspiration that comes from what these ladies are doing is just so very rewarding. So thank you for having us on the show. And please invite us back so we can share with you our experiences and what next season um, brings for us. You're welcome. And it's my pleasure because whenever you try beginners like you always win. Y'all check out Hampton University's uh, triathlon team and uh, be looking out for them. I don't know if that you guys have social media. Do you have social media? Oh, yeah, we do now. Yes, ma'am. You better believe it. it uh, you can find us on Instagram at Hampton U underscore triathlon. There it is. Hampton U underscore triathlon. Go follow them. Get engaged. Follow their stories. See how you can help pitch in, give. And let's cheer these young ladies on. Shout out to them. The real HU triathlon team in the building. And we're out. Peace. <laughs>Thank you for tuning in and listening to this episode. We need your help so we can continue to try at TBL. So for more information on where you can find and subscribe to this podcast, visit www.trybeginnersluck.com. And don't forget, whenever you try beginner's luck, you always win.